Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Can you believe it? Welcome to your new... This brilliant from Franklin. Absolutely awesome. This team is everywhere. This team Welcome to Clicking Balls. Uh, we've got a bit of a special episode this week. We're going to do an introduction to football in Melbourne. So if we've got any uh, visitors from interstate or overseas even, uh, looking at refugees, um, you know, this is trying to get into the game. Yeah, yeah. Seeing as there was uh, $10,000 worth of fines or something at the Princess Park last week, or Icon Park or whatever. But um, we thought it'd be, you know, leading into the season, a bit of a, a our guide. Um, as much as for other people to tell us where we're wrong, um, and what they do differently, uh, that we might learn something ourselves. But uh, anyway, the, f- the way we start the podcast every week is the highlight of the week, and we've only got uh, myself, Heath, and Josh this week. So, Josh, what's your highlight of the week? Um, randomly, uh, I, I know you were there as well. We were checking out the college basketball, uh, UCLA versus Oregon. The Oregon Ducks? Yeah, uh, UCLA 20 points down, and uh, a young lad uh, by the name of Lonzo Ball, wearing number two, just decided, nah, fuck that, not having it. Started draining threes, Steph Curry style, and then drop stepping, spin moving, going through every teammate, and then uh, finger rolling into the rim. It was unbelievable. I mean, the whole team stepped up as well, but uh, bloody, that was uh, astounding to watch. So, so you obviously you took the time to go out and find out his name. Yes, because I, I was watching. I'm like, Geez, yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> it was very funny. Like two things I noticed. One was the Oregon, their green and yellow are their colours, and the whole team has got yellow shoes on. It really stood out. And I thought, oh, I like that. But their offense was weird because um, they just run. Uh, across the top of the key, passing it back and forth, um, sort of handoff, like four or five times. I'm like, how are you in front? So I started watching the game when they were already 20 up. I'm just looking at them, this is disgusting. They're doing nothing. But uh, anyway, it looks like they got caught in the end. Maybe they were trying to do a Globetrotter-style offense. That's that's what it looked like, like how the Globetrotters do that and then start it up before they do their I, I can't stuff. do the whistle that they do. Yeah, oh, sweet. There he goes... Something like that. Well, maybe we'll try and get in the intro, I don't know, yeah. for an AFL podcast. Yeah. Unlikely. <laughs> I, I'm doing the editing because Brent is not here, and when he does the intros, he usually he does the effort to put in all the different uh, commentary stuff like that because he really enjoys it. I grab the last one and repeat it. Maybe I'll give it a go. Copy I'll see it. Okay. Um, my highlight was a story I've uh, it's been relayed on social media a little bit. Um, as you know, the Super Bowl was this week, and I don't give two shits about NFL, but it is gaining popularity in Australia, like. That so many people are aware of it and follow it, follow it mm. strong. Um, I actually watch the Super Bowl every month. Uh, it's not Super Bowl every Monday, NFL every Monday at lunchtime because they have the you know Sunday night game. Yep, and that's normally on during lunch. And there's quite a few blokes at my work that uh, check it out because in our sort of breakout yeah. area, they've got a big projector. Yep, we got Foxtel. I don't really know why, and we just rock in, turn it on. Check out for half an hour, and if it's a close game, maybe forty five. If it's live, yeah. Have they got money on the game, or this just happens to be on? Oh, it just happens to be on. Oh, okay. um, right now, it's uh, NBA. You know, you're just watching an NBA game Monday or Tuesdays. But yeah, uh, fair enough. Uh, you know, you get into it. You, you start to sort of pick up a little bit, and 
you know, I managed to pick up Madden 2016 or whatever it was, and <laughs> I, all I do is long bomb, really. But uh, why would you? Hail Marys, <laughs> pretty much. The, the story that got out was uh, anybody that was following it knows that uh, the Atlanta Falcons are up 28 to three or something like that um, at half uh, in the third quarter or towards mm-hmm. halftime. So the game was over for many people. Well, I had a fiver on uh, uh, Atlanta at two dollars ninety. I think it was. Well, I think I think Brendan said he had five. He put five bucks on um, the Patriots to come back. Yeah, at half time he put uh, no three quarter time, but five bucks on about thirteens. There you go. Um, but anyway, so a lot of people are just at half time um, had already given up the game, thought it was all over, and of course uh, New England Patriots from Boston, one of Boston's uh, most popular residents, is uh, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, <laughs> yeah. legged it. He did just after half time. Like, Fuck this, I'm out. And uh, he's now peddling the story that one of his kids is feeling sick. Nobody's buying it. No, but look, if uh, if you're a, a New England fan and you're at the Super Bowl, especially, I'm, I'm guessing Marky Mark, he, he's not in the shit seats. No, no. No, he's wherever the hell he wants to be, probably if next he's, to the owner. I'm going to say, if he's not next to the owner, he's in the box across the across the hall. So if your kid's sick and you're him, you call the nanny and say, come pick his <laughs> ass up. Um, and obviously they've had a fair amount of success. Um, so he's uh, he's been spoiled for it, but you know, when it comes to the footy, there's always the shit given to the people that leave early. Um, oh, deservedly, and you know, especially when there's a big comeback. And so uh, when you're leaving early from the Super Bowl, I mean, it says you're spoiled too. That you've got tickets to the Super Bowl and you're leaving early. Yeah, but anyway, well, I remember was it round two, sixteen or fifteen when uh, Richmond and Collingwood. It was round two last year. Yeah. Um, Richmond are well up and skiding a bit, and Collingwood fans are streaming out. All of a sudden, it's like, goal, 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 goal. I, I, Collingwood got up by two points, I think. From memory, I think uh, Cochin had a go at uh, Chalor. He did. I guess you picked the wrong side. He did, too. And, yeah. uh, yeah. and Chalor gave it back to him afterwards. And said, no, I did not. <laughs> in in uh, Not so many words. In a, in a fashion. But, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I, I don't mind the Super Bowl. I don't watch a lot of NFL, um, only, you know, when it's on and checking it out, but... Pretty much because it bores the shit out of me with all the stop start. Yeah, I understand. Like that's just the way it is. You know, a lot of people yeah. have said um, they too much congestion. <laughs> yeah, you know, the people that do like the sport like the tactics of it, and you know, the, oh, shit, yeah. the chess, and that's great. I'm just not into it. Um, and, and the fact that you know, obviously, it's played at um, hours that are not conducive to somebody with a nine to five job in Australia. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could argue it's like jujitsu. You need to appreciate it yeah. and probably have played it to appreciate it. Maybe, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, without without me, it seems to be uh, still going strong without my support. <laughs> so, so. Somehow. I did see, though, uh, Donald Trump, massive Patriots fan. Is he now? Yeah. And he invited the whole team to the White House. <laughs> one by one, they've kind of gone, yeah, nah, I'm good. Well, I mean, that happens all the time, though. Yeah, it does. Um, and, you know, players are allowed to do the fuck they want. They'll yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, I did see uh, Gronk, uh, Gronkowski. He, he had a, an injured back, so... Didn't play in the last, uh, like, you know, four or five games, but made up for it in the post-game. Like, <laughs> uh, they're on the, the bus going through wherever the fuck they were in New England, and, you know, someone threw a beer at him, he grabbed it out of midair, sculled it, threw it down, he's like, whoa! As and next to the shirt's off, and, you know, he's just partying on. And uh, I think he also had the WWE New England Patriots belt with him as well. <laughs> he probably did. He was loving life, and, you know, it's got to be one of the the most bittersweet moments when you're an injured player in a team that wins the flag. Well, Bob Murphy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same sort of thing. They made a big deal out of Bob Murphy as well they should because he was part of the reason that they got there. Um, 
Gronkowski, same. Part of the reason they got there. I think he's got some rings anyway, though, doesn't he? Well, they'll, they'll get rings anyway. Like, if you're oh, on the list. Right, okay. um, there's a uh, James... Oh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Aussie, Aussie guy from um, uh, Thursday Island. Right. That, uh, played for... I want to say Philadelphia. Okay. Um, as a nose tackle straight out of... He went to Alabama uh, for the Crimson Tide. Um, got picked up, first round draft pick as a nose tackle. And... Uh, did his knee and then ended up with uh, cancer, I believe. Okay, but he was on the on the list. I so got a ring. Oh, uh, never actually suited up in anger, from what I can remember. Well, I think Andrew Gaze has a NBA championship ring as well with the San Antonio Spurs and played about four minutes for that season. Yeah. Well, um, but anyway, yeah. You know, either way, I, I I know there's a lot of people that have said that should be the way it should be in AFL. You know, if you if you played a game, you get a, you know, you're counted as a premiership player. But I I kind of like the brutality of it. It's like, no, nah, you weren't there on the day. It doesn't count. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, to I, me, it makes it mean something. Yeah, I can I can see what you say. Like uh, guys like Jesse Williams, that was his name. Um, that ring doesn't mean much to him. Like it's it's a bauble. Well, same with Andrew Gase. Like you know, yeah. he, he counts his uh, his NBL premierships mm. or flags as opposed to his NBA ring. Yeah, but I, I think with uh, AFL, if you play more than a handful of games. That's part of the reason why you make it. So, so many teams, uh, it's one or two games between making a final or not. Yeah, yeah. And if you're in the finals, you're a chance, as evidenced by last year. Yeah, it's the way it goes. But, you know, it's the way it is, and, you know, you could probably make an argument for changing it, but it'd have to be a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, so I thought we'd do uh, a bit of a guide to going to the footy in Melbourne. Um, one of the greatest things uh, since I moved to Melbourne, I moved here nearly 10 years ago, um, was getting me AFL membership, which allows me to do walk up to any game of the Etihad or MCG. Um, and it, undeniably, the greatest thing about um, Melbourne is just there's a game on, let's go. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Like, we got you know we got time. Who's playing? Good, let's go. It, I've been to. It's I not think, just who's playing; it's what's playing. Yeah, like but, soccer's on. We'll but, go. Yeah, I've never been to a soccer game in Melbourne. Though. I've only been to the footy and cricket, and even cricket, I've been to a couple of years. But um, the, the point of it is, you know, we've got that chance here in Melbourne that there's always footy on. You can just go. Mm. Um, and last year, I think I went to maybe twelve games, and I only saw Hawthorne twice. Um, so it is just that that opportunity. So um, I also had the chance last year uh, and the year before, actually, a few friends from out of town took them to the MCG for the first time and decent-sized crowds too, which that, makes it different. That is something too. Like so many people uh, watch the game, uh, never get a chance to actually go to many games or, you know, they're from Sydney and they've yeah. only seen football AFL in Sydney. Going to the G is just such a different experience. It, like, uh, it is. Especially a night game when, you know, you get off the train and you're walking towards, you can see the lights in the horizon and then you're getting closer and it just builds expectation. Now, it's one thing that the MCG is very underwhelming when there's 20,000 there. But when mm. there's 70 plus, it, there is no better ground in the world. It oh, is absolutely. amazing. And when the, the chants are going around yeah. and just echoing, it, it, it sends a tingle down your spine. And safe. Yeah, I have... Um, I can't think of any time where I've felt in danger. I did go to the uh, Hawthorne Geelong final last year that uh, Lewis decided to throw the game. Uh, Was it Lewis? No, Bruce. Threw the game by kicking a shit kick. Uh, Isaac Smith. Smith, that was it. Um, And we were sitting with the Geelong supporters. I was there with two Geelong boys and they were loving life. But uh, there was a bloke down the couple of rows down the front of us. He was a Geelong supporter, amongst Geelong supporters, and he was being a dickhead. Uh, and so the other Geelong supporters pretty yeah. much got the uh, got the security, said, this bloke here, get him the fuck out. 
because he, you know, tried to moon a six-year-old girl, <laughs> which, yeah, let's be honest, not a great idea. No. but I'm, I'm a fan of the, the moon, don't get me wrong, but I, I think you've got to keep it sort of R18+. plus. Yeah. We, or at least M15. Occasionally I hear stories about there was a fight at the footy or something like that. I've never seen it, and I've been to a lot of games. But um, uh, a couple of years ago, they introduced extra security at the MCG. Um, so now you get the the wand as you go in, the, in the metal detective wand or whatever it is. But the security guards are so good and they're so quick. They're just like, go, spin, off you go, fuck off. And we were with uh, Dad and one of his friends who um, have metal hips and metal knees and they just went, yeah, don't worry about it, on you go. You're not doing nothing. Um, so the extra security is, is theatre at best. But I think they held up a Pantone and went, <laughs> uh, more white than dark. Yeah, 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 a little bit like that. So, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to do ground by ground? or I think we should do ground by ground just right. because uh, if you're uh, coming to Melbourne, you're going to want to check out everything you can know about uh, our expert opinion on each particular ground, and yeah. you can fast forward. All right, we'll start with the MCG then because that, that's the important one. Well, it, it is the home of football, yeah, let's exactly. be honest. Plenty of other grounds offer something. Uh, Adelaide Oval has a fantastic experience with shit beer. Um, Etihad has a fantastic weather with shit beer, um, but they're not the G. Yeah, the, the G, it just has something. Um, it's the, Whether it be the history or just the sheer size of it, or um, I, I think that Melbourne people love the MCG as much as uh, they love footy itself. Um, Absolutely, as evidenced by the Boxing Day test. And, and the way it, it can handle a crowd um, mm, definitely is, is amazing. So first thing, uh, getting there. Um, so if you're from out of town, you're staying in the city, well, you're just going to catch a tram and follow the crowd. Yeah, yeah. and the, the trams are free. Um if you want to catch a tram or a train regularly, uh, you need a Mikey card, which is a pain in the ass because you can't top it up on a tram, which is fucking stupid. But um, I think within the city... Yeah, 7-Elevens, you can pick them up. Yeah, but within the city, uh, the tram, completely free. Uh, just jump on, jump off, you're safe. Or if, or if you're loving it, mate. If you're living in the city, or even at Crown, you can walk and just follow the crowd. Yeah, and look, uh, I absolutely recommend walking because it's that At least up. once, yeah. It's that, like... Uh, you start off, let's say you're starting at Crown. You know, you, you step out and, you know, you're seeing the sunlight. You didn't know what time it was because there's no fucking clocks there. And then you're like, all right, here's where I'm going. I can I can see the general direction. And you take off. And then on the way, you see more people turning up. And they've got jerseys yeah. on and, you know, scarves and maybe a flag or two. And then more people join. And, and, and then you know, there's, there's just some, this march. And then there's people. some busker who's trying to play <laughs> yeah. both teams' uh, theme songs on the saxophone. The Cookie Monster dude who's... Uh, Got the bagpipes. Yeah, he's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, so getting there is really easy because if you go to Richmond Station, it pulls right up there on the train. There's a million trams or it's walking distance from the city. And it's a decent walk, you know, weather permitting. Um, and, you know, they shut off the streets all around it and that kind of stuff. Parking at the MCG is better than people give it credit for. Absolutely. Because uh, I drive in um, quite often and I love parking at the G. Um, again, you can only do it when the weather's good, though. So uh, the MCG uh, Twitter and Facebook page are really good for saying, um, you know, which car parks are open and that kind of stuff. But generally, if there's any rain, you can't park there because it's grass. So you get mm. bogged. Um, but I, I love parking at the G. And people say, you know, it's, it's crowded. I'm like, yeah, but everyone's doing the same thing. And uh, after the game, the hardest thing is trying to find your car because it's just <laughs> one big parkland. So you've got to be uh, careful and try and remember where you parked. But I think it's, is it 10 bucks or 15 bucks? I think it's 15 now. It could be 15. Um, and you're right at the ground. And then, mm. uh, yeah, it takes time to get out. But I like listening to, you know, the 
either the next game that's on on the radio or the talkback radio from the game that's just passed because that's just that's hilarious. I, I do love when people call up and say, "Oh, we're ripped off." Like, dude, you got kicked, you got the smashed by thirty goals. Oh, and that was the umpires. I, I love the leading questions. Like, yeah, yeah. How, how do you think Billy Bob went today? I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. You know, he, he really did try hard. Yeah. What, what, what do you blows think? He just wants to hear compliments about his yeah. favourite player. That's all it ever is. Um, or sack the coach because we got a lot of Richmond games. Um, so yeah, I think parking at the G um, gets uh, gets a bad rap. It's the timing of it too. Like if you turn up too early, you're right at the front. Yeah, which means it's slow to get out. Fucking forever to get out. So you, you don't want to turn up too late either because it might be full. It, it has been full. So it's a big game. Got to hit that nice sweet spot. You want to get there probably about maybe 15 minutes before the bounce. And it should go without saying cash only. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, there might be a bloke there with a, a card scanner. He's not legit. <laughs> Don't give him your Don't. card. All right. Um, so pre-game then. Um, if you're heading from the city, there's a million places along the way to grab a beer. A lot of people go to the, the, the Hilton across the road um, from the uh, the main yep. car park. If yep. you're coming from the city, if people go there. Or there's the Transporter. Is that near Federation Square? Transport, uh, yeah, it's on edge of Fed Square. They seem to be the two that most people say. And oh, now I don't drink, so it's a bit um, um, weird if I'm the one giving recommendations for places before you get there. No, Transport's got some some good beers on tap. Like uh, if you like uh, a quick draft, they've got that. But if you want to try a Belgian beer or go around the world in the or try a craft from down the road at um, uh, one of the breweries. They've got it. They have a shit ton of beers on tap. And uh, up the top of the stairs, there's no elevator, so you have to go up the stairs. They've got quite a nice rooftop uh, area there too. Now, uh, so that's before you get to the ground. When you get there, obviously you can't buy beers outside. You can go inside and pay your exorbitant fees for beers and whatever. But um, I think this is where there's going to be some uh, disagreements between us two. Because when it comes to having a feed beforehand, I maintain that the, the trucks outside the ground are better than anything inside the ground. At the MCG. Well, I see. I don't think so. But um, I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, mainly it's because the truck's outside. Um, you've got to weigh it up so much, and generally it's all made sitting there. It's uh, all in the Bay Marie. But yeah, which is the same as inside. Exactly. But inside they tend to sort of rotate it a lot quicker, it seems. Um, I think there is obviously the, the shitty roach coach outside, but there's also, you can get a decent souvlaki or there's Nando's out the front. As opposed to inside, mm. which is your standard fare, like the Roach Coach outside, and Red Rooster. And it's horrible yep. Red Rooster. I don't mind the Red Rooster. Oh, <laughs> at the MCG, though, it's horrible, Yeah, I think. Um, you know, there is some decent steak sangers and stuff like that, but you're paying 15 bucks for that kind of shit. Um, your best bet is still to bring your own, because it is still the prices are there. But if you are inside, the only thing to get is a 4 and 20. Oh, bloody oath. Like, if, you've, if you're going to the G for the first time, that's get a 4 and 20. Yeah. Um, if it's a cold day, uh, get it early before the first quarter because it'll be fucking thermonuclear. Well, that's what actually a mate of ours used to do. He, as soon as he walked in, he'd buy two pies and put them in his pockets. He goes, that'll keep me warm. And then by quarter time, they'll be right to eat. Absolutely. It's a genius well, Fair enough. So there's a, an MCG hack for you. There you go. Um, and they are the best pies. I mean, don't give me this Balfour's shit. And no. anybody that suggests Villies is clearly on the take because they are the worst pies I've ever tasted. No, unless you're actually at Cafe de Villies at 4 a.m. Oh, they're fucking they're, horrible. No, they're brilliant at that stage because you're half pissed. Yeah, well, anything's brilliant at that stage. Um, so I reckon if you are going to buy your food there, and God save you if you're taking kids. Um, now, there are a couple of tricks at the MCG, though, because if you're up the top, um, there are actually some nice you know, like gourmet ham... Um, 
hot dogs and that kind of shit. Um, they are they are all right, but they are expensive. Um, but uh, there is a little secret. If you're down on level one, uh, you don't have to go behind you um, to get a feed or a drink. You can go underground. There's a couple of nice mm. bars underground that not everyone knows about. A nice uh, pizza joint there as well. Yeah. So if you are on level one, you can go down um, to underground instead of going back. Actually, one bit I forgot to chat about earlier about the pregame beer. Um, if you're coming from, say, Richmond Station... Uh, oh, Swan Street. <laughs> yeah, or, Swan, or you're going along Punt Road. Yep. Um, there's the Cricketer's Arms there, which is a nice pub. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just a regular pub. Then there's the Royal. Uh, the Royal Hotel. Avoid that. Yeah. Um, look, it, I it, think they're both as dodgy as each other, aren't they? No, 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 no. The Cricketer's is just a, a, it's a pub. The Royal is, uh, builds itself as a topless bar. And look, uh, look, I like boobs as much as the next bloke, but uh, when you see, you know, they advertise a Playboy centerfold, and she was Playboy centerfold in 1963, and uh, things have not held up well, um, you're going to need to drink a lot uh, because you need to get that shit out of your face. (laughs) So don't recommend, unless that's your thing. Maybe you like octogenarians with their tits out. I don't know. It looks like a, a... a tennis ball in a sock. Actually, you did bring up a good point, though. If you are coming from Richmond Way, um, there are so many good places to eat and drink down Swan Street in, in Richmond. It's ridiculously good. Yeah, down that way, Bridge Road yeah, uh, everything, as well. Everything's good. Um, and it's it's ridiculous. There's a little Vietnam there, or Viet, Viet Town or whatever. Uh, pretty much any place you go in, the sur- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This will suck. It is so <laughs> terrible. Like, they will literally. Like, uh, sit you down, take your order as you sit, um, and then your food comes out Im- pretty much immediately. And then Just once you've finished eating, they will push you out the door as quickly as possible once you've paid your cash-only bill. But for, you know, uh, 12 bucks or whatever, you'll have a fantastic feed and leave full. Um, okay, so let's talk the actual game. Like, um, you see a lot of people, you know, on, on Reddit, because I frequent there a lot, um, talk about tickets and where to get, where to see. So for me, um, there are the wings and the pockets are always going to trump um, behind the goals. I agree, unless you are a, a rabid supporter. Yeah. And yeah. if you're by yourself and you only want to sit with other rabid supporters, uh, you can try and get in your team's uh, cheer squad sort of zone. However, no, that will backfire if you don't know which end your cheer squad's at. Well, I and mean, you end up surrounded by the opposition. It's pretty easy if you book your tickets through the club and that kind of stuff. That's true. But yeah, if you want to stand up and chant and clap and, and sing and make a lot of noise, you know, 
all power to you, you want to sit behind the goals. Yeah, you just won't be able to see as much of the game as you will yeah. on the wings. I think if you want to watch the game, I, the wings are just amazing. Um, now, some general rules for me is uh, if you're sitting on the bottom level, not in the first 10 rows, because um, I, I just don't feel like you can see enough of the ground if you're in the first 10 rows. And I'm, if I'm, you're sitting on the top level, you only want to be in the first 10 rows. Because yeah. after say, that, you'll get vertigo. On the bottom level, the only exception is if you're near the uh, benches. Then you can yell at someone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you're sitting at the top, I mean, there is not a bad seat in the MCG. Um, let that be said. I have The first game I ever went to the MCG was the 93 grand final. We were in the back row. And road, could still see everything. DD in the southern. Um, and can still see everything. Yeah, um, helicopter level. Uh, yeah, literally higher than the cameraman. Um, but uh, yeah, so there is no bad seats. But uh, my preference is on the wing, uh, not in the first 10 rows on the bottom level. Anywhere on the second or third level, and on the fourth level, only in the first 10 rows, yeah, if you can afford it. If I get to pick my ideal spot, it's uh, level two, just a little bit uh, off the center, and front row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be the, the seat I'd go for every time if I could. Um, and that's where AFL members get to sit too, so that's why I'm really <laughs> preference for them as well. Um, having said that, like I've bought AFL member tickets for a lot of people, allegedly, never have really. Um which you're not supposed to do, um, but I've never had anybody check my card. No, you can bring guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying tickets for other people, like the, the people member, have loaned your card. Uh, not loaned my card, but they've bought a ticket in my name. Oh yeah, that's never happened. But um, uh, actually, on that, we should mention that uh, there is a find a friend sort of thing with the AFL. Oh, refer a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah, both people get someone. So you know, if if you want a referral, give us a hit up. Um, so that, that's actually that goes for just about any ground in the world, I think. For uh, sorry, any ground in Australia, um, preferences on the wing, not in the first ten rows on the bottom level, only in the first ten rows on the top level. Um, Do you prefer to sit in the middle of the aisle and then you don't have to get up, or at the end of the aisle where you can leave the aisle if you want to? Middle, always in the middle. Yeah, um, same. I don't like getting up, people walking in and out. I, I only stand up at quarter time and half time. You know, it's rare that I leave the seat. Um, usually, it's because I've taken my son and I have to go get him something to eat because we've had know, too many cokes and need to piss. Um, even though we pack lunches and all that kind of stuff, he's still going to get a pie or something. It's part of the experience for him. Hmm. Um, which brings us actually to kids. Um, and making it kid friendly. Um, if if you are taking kids to the ground, if you're going to the MCG and it's not raining, um, they have the kids zone out the front of gate six. Um, it's well worth it. Uh, mm. it's, there's so much there for the. Is it the Milo kids zone now? It could be. I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the in, uh, NAB last year. Oh yeah. And Woolies were mixed up too because there was. No, free, right. free, it was Milo for the cricket. Milo for the cricket. There you are. Because yeah. um, yeah, it's Auskick basically, and. You know, they had Woolies provided free fruit for them and stuff like that. When they go there, yeah, and just good. they can have kick to kick, and there's you know mucking around. Uh, you can get your face painted there for five bucks, and my kids always get their face painted when they go to the footy. <laughs> they just love getting their face painted for some reason. Um, but the MCG for kids is magnificent. Um, allow an hour if you're going to go um, and, and do that stuff. Actually, on that, I did hear. Uh your daughter say that she would change teams if there was a rainbow coloured team. <laughs> so, you know, she's not she's not uh, a full brown and gold no, supporter. No, they, they, they are members and have been since they were born. If Squirrel Rioli changes teams, yeah. she'll jump with him. Yeah. Well, and and uh, so will Bruce. And my son did tell everybody that Jared Ruffer was his dad. 
at, <laughs> at school at one stage, but never mind. Um, okay, so we've, we've covered the, the food. Um, getting out there, it's a little bit the same as uh, getting in, I guess. If you want to go and grab a feed and all that kind of stuff, you know, uh, Richmond's one way. Um, there's plenty there. There's always traffic there. Or you just head into the city or Crown. Um, Crown gets a little bit of a, a bad rep, I think. You know, people say, oh, you're going to Crown. But it's, there's a reason. Look, I think there. if you're a local, um, that is the rap that you get because yeah, you, you've probably been a bunch of times yeah. and you've you've seen the uh, you know the tourist pissing in the corner and all the kind of rank shit and you've seen the flames pop up a million times. Yeah, but I remember one time I was driving home from work and I was working uh, south of the city, driving into the north, and as I was coming through Crown because they've got uh, I think it's Queens uh, Queens Road extension. Uh, the fireballs were going off as I was driving by. I felt like such a bond. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're bloody impressive. And then they've got you know the whole uh, water feature thing. Yep. Um, on the uh, east end, it's pretty good to watch. And they rotate it frequently. So look, uh, it is an entertainment complex. They've got you know cinemas. They've got yeah. games. They've got pubs. But it is kind of uh, Vegasy solace. But Plenty of people love Vegas too. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, it's not just gambling there either. I don't think I've ever put a dollar on a table at Crown. Like, I played a lot of poker there, um, if you like poker, but I've never done any of the table games and gambling and horse racing. It just doesn't interest me. But um, the good thing is, it's obviously, it's always open um, and there's mm. always something on. And you can get half decent food there. Um, you can get some spectacular food there if you've got the cash. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. Um, wandering on down to Nobu and all that shit. But uh, look, there's something, look, there is something for everyone. Um, but if you're going there uh, and you're thinking, I might have a crack at the tables, set yourself a fucking limit. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there's so many times I've, I've gone with, uh, you know, lads from out of town and they're like, oh, I've lost 100. No, I'm feeling good now. I can, I can get it back. I'm like, dude, don't. Just, yep. you've lost your 100. There's your entertainment money. You're done. Let's just go somewhere else. It's like they say, you've lost whatever you walk in with, you've already lost. If you can accept that and you walk out with anything else, it's a bonus. Just enjoy yep. it. Um, the last thing is if you are taking the trains home, yeah, they're going to be packed. They are super convenient and they will move people on as quickly as they can. But yep. Yeah, they're going to be packed because the footy's packed. What do you expect? Um, all right, we'll move on to Etihad. Um, getting there by train or tram is pretty much identical to the MCG. The only thing is it's Southern Cross Station and I think that's there's much more room there than at Richmond Station. Yeah, um, definitely, especially because when you're going there, uh, you'll be jumping out of a whole different bunch of gates. Yeah. Um, whereas at uh, uh, Flint, uh, Richmond Richmond Station, uh, right. everyone's coming out of one gate. Yeah. Whereas with this one, there's exits all along the uh, walkway, and people can jump out, and then they sort of divide themselves between the gates and everything. So public transport to Etihad is much better than the MCG, but it's still yeah. going to be crowded. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Now, driving there, driving to the MCG is much better for us because I come from that side of the city. Um I find it annoying getting to Etihad by car. But one little trick is never, ever park at Etihad because um, it's like 25 bucks. It's fucking hard to get into. Underneath the stadium. Underneath the stadium, yeah. yeah. You park at the DFO, which is, uh, yeah. and then walk over the bridge. Underneath the stadium super convenient, but it's a motherfucker to it, get out. It is and it isn't. Um, one stage is super convenient, but I remember parking, the one time I parked under there, we have our, our AFL memberships, which means you don't have a ticket, you just swipe your card and in you go. But when we parked underneath, you couldn't swipe your card. There was just a security guy there and he said, where's your tickets? I'm like, no, no, we're AFL members, mate. He goes, ah, you got to go out. 
So we had to walk up the ramp and go out the front to get in. And I was just like, this is fucking stupid. They've probably fixed it by now, but that was just ridiculous. Um, but anyway, if you park at DFO um, across the road. On Spencer Street. On yep. Spencer Street, thank you. Um, I think it's 15 bucks when the footy's on. Yeah. And uh, there's ample parking there. It's um, we've. I don't think we've ever been turned away. No, ample parking day or night. Day or night, yeah. Um, People spouting howdy neighbour. Friday night lights, yeah, something South Park, yeah. Um, so that's the place to park. Now, when it comes to pre-game um, dinner or drinks, everywhere outside the stadium. Look, everywhere outside the stadium is good. And it's 360 as well. Yeah. Like if you're on the uh, Dockland side, there's pubs, bars, and shit everywhere. If you're on the, the south side, there's Nando's, there's a whole bunch of shit around there. If you're there's, on the city side, there's tons of places there. There's sushi, there's pizza, there's yeah, um, out, eat outside the ground. There's stuff at um, uh, Southern Cross Station, and there's a bit of stuff north as well. So you, literally, you there's will ca- find food. There's cafes, pizza, um, pasta, sushi, like we said, everything. I think, yeah. you know, where we differ at the MCG, at the Eddie Had, we agree, eat outside the ground. Oh, yes. And the thing is, I've, I know uh, Adelaide Oval had a problem with uh, places staying open for the footy and everything. That is not a problem uh, with Eddie Had Stadium. Every single place in the whole city knows there's a footy game yeah. on, and they're prepared for it. Um, if you want to grab a beer beforehand, there, if you're on the Dockland side, there's the Munich Brow House, which is actually pretty good. Uh, you, you pay a bit, but you get some massive... Well, if beers. you're serious about your beer, that's where you're going. Yeah, it's not bad. If, you, if and, you're looking for a couple of quiet ones before the game and you don't care... Yeah, yeah, you might sneak into the ground instead. Um, there is another one just uh, on Spencer Street there that's actually not too bad at all. Uh, it's just a regular sort of yep. pub. Um, I've forgotten the damn name of it, but if you're getting off at Spencer Street Station, you'll see it because that'll be where everyone's going. And there's the mail room, which is an underground pub that I never go in because it's too crowded and I, I hate lining up for a drink. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. Um, but the, Melbourne has quite a few bars. So wherever you, hotel you're walking from or if you're walking from any of the train stations, you will find one. Um, okay, when it comes to seating at Etihad, like the MCG, it's um, there aren't really any bad seats the way that it's built. Yeah, and the difference is you don't need to worry about being undercover because like, the whole ground close is... the roof, yeah. But um, it's, having said that, it's still an idea to bring a hat um, because if mm. they do leave the roof open, obviously you're gonna be, you might be in the sun. And I've been in the sun at, the, at Etihad when they've left the roof open and it's horrible. Um, it, I don't know why it's worse than the MCG, but it just it just is for some reason. But even if they have the roof closed, um, it's not a bad idea to bring your hat anyway because the lights are just at the wrong angle. That sometimes, depending on where you're sitting, yeah. depending on where you're sitting, yeah, it's an idea to keep your hat on. It might just shield you from the, the, the lights in your eyes a little bit. I would say too, the level level three pockets at the G are great. At uh, Eddie Had, not so much. Yeah. Um, so the, the same rules as the MCG. Um, bottom level not in the first 10 rows, top level, anywhere um, in the first 10 rows only. Um, level two, if you can get a seat there, well done. And there are brilliant seats everywhere. But if you are in the pockets and high up at Etihad, um, there are a few that are limited viewing because you're right next to the either a couple of super corporate boxes or the scoreboards, and it can block a partial bit of the ground. So be careful with high on the pockets. Hmm. Uh, people who get right in there normally just stand up somewhere else yeah um, I th- usually I think it's on level yeah level three that in the pockets there are a couple of standing rooms where near the bars which yeah, you've you got a good view of the game you can watch yeah they're actually there. pretty good like they're a little um, I guess mezzanine sort of level yeah thing. that's probably the best way to put it um, 
but it, it, it's very rare that you'll actually see many people in those zones because they're always the last to sell. Yeah. Uh, and even even though you do have a restricted view in some seats, it's only a handful of seats. Um, and that's just reminded me of one thing. I, I really sorry to be going back to the MCG, um, but it, it holds true for Etihad um, as well, but to a lesser extent. If you are on the top level um, at the MCG or Etihad, the stairs are always faster than the ramps. Um, the ramps you get caught and they take fucking ever to go up. The MCG though, if you find the stairs, you'll be up there in no time. Um, so always take the stairs um, mm. rather than the ramps. The only exception to that I've found at Etihad is that there are often bars at the top of the stairs. Uh, uh, so, so you get caught in the lineup a little bit? No, no. If you're after a drink, they're the best ones to go to. Ah, right. Because the ones that are actually in the uh, the circle of the arena, I suppose you'd call it, yep. uh, always packed. And people are sort of you know lining up to go in, lining up to go out. I've been after a handful of beers and there's a lineup, you know, maybe 80 people deep yeah. about to go to go into the uh, bar area. But the one out on the um, on the ramp is empty. And I've just wandered up to the bloke. I'm like, you open? He's like, yep. I'm like, all yeah. right, four beers, thanks. Brilliant. Um, so that's a, a little Eddie Had hack. Um, and I don't think you get the guys walking the aisles at Eddie Had. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody. Whereas at the MCG, you do sometimes, you know, if you want a drink or a pie, sometimes they'll walk down the aisles. Yeah, I, um, I, no, I don't, I don't yeah. think they do. Um, but um, there is a difference with the food at the Eddie Had because they've got uh, a lot more variety. Yeah, down the bottom they do. No, it's at the top two. Yeah, There's that, the health food place with the sushi and the sandwiches and everything. Yeah, but, yeah it's, it's all more expensive. Stuff, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like the food at Etihad, to me, like down the bottom, there is again your, your gourmet sausages, and there's a gourmet burger joint that's overpriced. Oh, like, the snag like place as well. The, the, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of the snag hut, or whatever it's called, um, which is like fourteen bucks for a snag and a roll. Yeah, yeah I, I like a snag, but no, I'd, I'd rather go to Bunnings. But the burger joint down the bottom, the burgers are shit. But they had waffle fries, which were fucking awesome. And so just just get them. And on the top, you know, the usual pies and chips and all that kind of shit. Um, it's all ordinary. Yeah. Uh, other thing I would say, uh, the ATMs Eddie had, they're everywhere. Uh, Are they? Yeah. Okay. MCG, you've got a couple of Bank of Melbourne's out the front, and then you're kind of... You know, rolling the dice uh, with what you can find inside. Yeah, they are harder to find. But uh, Eddie had every entrance hey. and about probably every 15 aisles. Yeah, but everywhere's pay wave anyway. It is now. I like but, that. But, uh, you know, you might want to draw some cash out and then once you've spent that, pretend that you left your wallet at home or something. I don't know. And actually, the uh, the other thing, the difference between when it comes to food at Eddie had and MCG, um, if you want sauce at the MCG, you get the little squeezy packets, which I think are more convenient. If you wanted it at Etihad, they've got the massive big squeeze bottles. So you can't like take your sauce with you and apply it. You have to apply it there, yeah. which seems more generous, but it's not as convenient. Um, so I actually like the sauce at the MCG better. Oh, there you go. Just, just a little something. Um, and after the game, it's exactly the same as getting there. You know, the trains are super convenient. Um, there will be a, a crush if you're trying to walk across the bridge um, back to the DFO, but it's always moving forward and everyone's yeah. going in the same direction. So The thing to remember is there is no shortcut. Yeah. Um, I have several times um, decided, I wonder where this goes. And you end up walking down the stairs and you end up uh, stuck in the middle of Warringiri Way. <laughs> and you're like, I need to be up there about 15 metres above where I am right now. And I can't fly. Um, I have tried. I am unable to do that currently. So you end up just sort of wandering along a median strip and just wondering where the fuck you are and how you're going to get out of there. So don't do that. Just chill. Uh Give the Salvos guy a couple of bucks and he'll maybe do a jig. And if the guy's, you know, playing the 
the the buskers are playing the song of the team that won. If it's your team, you know, throw them a buck. Yeah, and oh, you know, I don't, I don't think this really needs to be said, but uh, the bloke selling merch on the blanket. It's not legit merch. No. The, every team's going to have their own uh, merchandise hut there. Yeah. You know. uh, where you can get memberships. If you've got a membership, you'll be able to pick up a hat or a scarf or whatever they're yeah, offering. Yeah, not for Hawthorne, mate. We, we um, express post hours out to All us. right. If you're not uh, a Glory Hunter good time fan, then you'll need to pick up your hat and your scarf when you arrive. See, actually, Hawthorne guards against that too <laughs> because they put the number of years you've been a member on your scarf and hat. So you find out, oh, yeah, yeah, new one, is it? Yeah, nice, nice lad. Because I was at the footy last year. Um, and I think it wasn't, no, it was the um, North versus St. Kilda game. Was that the 427? Uh, yeah. I think so. Anyway, it was a non-Hawthorne yeah. game, and there was a Hawthorne uh, member sitting just behind me, and uh, he had his scarf on, and it said 58 years. I'm like, yeah, fair enough, mate. <laughs> I think you're sticking <laughs> with him now. Um, so I, I was impressed with that anyway. Um, but anyway, I think that's about it for getting to and from the footy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. The um, the main thing I would I would recommend is bring a jacket. Uh, oh wait, it's Melbourne. That's, that's Melbourne. <laughs> um, so if you're coming from you know Sydney, Adelaide, Perth, whatever, bring a jacket. Uh, if you look outside and it's nice weather and it's fantastic, and you're going to a day nighter, bring, bring a jacket because yeah. that shit can cloud over and chill up fucking fast. Yeah, I, I've. You, the more people at the game, the better too, because it is warmer. Because I've been to mm. some games at Eddie had where it was freezing night games. We're up high, um, up on level three, and I've worn you know two pairs of socks, uh, a shirt, um, a jacket, a jumper, and then a coat over the top. Um, I wore my wife's workout pants underneath my jeans, just anything to try and keep warm. The wife's undies too, but that was just cause. That was just cause, um, um, and they fit snugly on my head. Yeah, I also recommend beanies. During the middle of winter, yeah. they fit the G. Um, if you're if you're going to the G um, along Swan, uh, what's the what's the closed off street? I've forgotten. Yeah, Swan Street. Swan Street. No, that's the horizontal one. Are you, are you talking about Punt Row? Or which, which side of the ground? Um, in the city, the one that's close to traffic. Ah, uh, yeah, no idea. Ah, oh, fucking forgotten. Oh, that's going to bug me. But um, there's always plenty of places that will sell beanies. Uh, normally, some of them. You know, uh, might be for. Oh, the, you're talking about if you want a five dollar beanie or, yeah. or something. They, yeah, they might be for the uh, you know North Melbourne kangaroos, but uh, you know the the old, the old ducks knitted them by hand, and she's loving life, and that's five bucks. What do you care? Uh, then there's obviously the legit um, places all throughout the MCG and the the boxes outside yeah. itself. I do like how they say you know you buy it from us and you support the club. You know, so you pay twenty five bucks for your beanie and the club gets a dollar. Mm. But anyway, it's something in it. But yeah, look, uh, definitely in the middle of winter, stay fucking warm because it gets chilly. Fucking earth it does. All right, I think that'll do us for this week in our little guide to attending the footy in Melbourne. Um, feel free to hit us up on uh, the Facebook page and tell us what we got wrong. Um, and also, uh, we've had some issues, I've been told, with Android and if anyone's using the Pocket Cast app. Um, so if you've had those issues, you're probably not being hearing this, but um, they have been sorted out and we'll put uh, something on the yeah, so social media back. to say. Um don't forget, we've got the shirts selling through um, the website as well. Um, so I'm wearing yeah. one right now. Yeah, and that, yeah, it came in. They're actually decent quality. Yeah. I, I tried really hard to keep it under 25 bucks because I thought that's what I... You know. Well, we did. We just didn't realize they were charging nine ninety five postage. Yeah, which kind of sucks. So I went to a lot of effort to make sure they were under 25 bucks, <laughs> And then to find out you get slugged 10 bucks for delivery. But I think if you spend over 60 
you get free delivery. So Yeah, so buy one for yourself, a couple of mates, and you're done. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. $25 t-shirts, and your two mates are looking fucking schmick. Yeah, that's it. All right, that'll do us for this week. Cheers. Yeah, have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.